Welcome to our Women of Victory podcast. I'm so glad to have everyone joining us today. I'm Pastor Di, and it's just so exciting to have everyone back. Um, I want to go right into our verse that we've been focusing on, and that is um, in Matthew, and it's Jesus answered him. So Jesus answered him. These are red letters, uh, and I always feel like if you need an answer to something quick, uh, we can go right to the red letters, mm -hmm. and we know what Jesus said. So it says, love the Lord your God with every passion of your heart, with all the energy of your being, and with every thought that is within you. This is the great and supreme commandment. And the second is like it in importance. You must love your friend in the same way you love yourself. So we've really been focusing on what does loving ourselves look like, right? If I'm supposed to love my friend mm -hmm. and I'm not loving myself very good, then how can I love them? I need to be focusing on me as far as what does loving myself look like. And we've just had a lot of great guests on our podcast and been talking about different ways we can be loving ourselves. And today I have one of my very favorite people, one of my best friends um, with me today, and that is Pastor Gretchen O'Dell. Hello. <laughs> so um, I'm just going to ask you if you'd tell us a little bit about you. Um, I know a lot of times when you're in the building, mm -hmm. I know a lot of people are listening, but yes. for those that are watching, um, we tend to get inter interchanged <laughs> yes. here. People will think she's me, I'm her. It's true. Things like that. So here we are, both of us. At the same time. At the same time together. There are two of so us. There are two of us. My hair is short now. <laughs> Mine is not. Yeah, Mine I have glasses. Not. You do not. Correct. So. Yes. yes. But we both are female pastors. True story. With dark hair. Yes. So <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so yeah, tell us, um, tell everybody a little bit about you. Maybe something sure. people might not know too. Sure. Um, so let's see. I have been working at the church for eight and a half years now, which wow. is seems crazy, but also seems like... It went really quickly. It, it goes fast. It went really it? quickly. So uh, something you don't know. Let's see. I have been married to my husband Brian for twenty-one and a half years, mm -hmm. and we, he's high school sweetheart. Well, we've known each other since we were fifteen. We okay. met in high school. We didn't date until after high school. There's mm -hmm. a whole story. I was kind of nerdy, but that's okay. <laughs> um, but we've been married for twenty-one and a half years now. Mm -hmm. And uh, another thing, a lot of people might not know because my girls are super, super quiet. Um, as I have 20 year old twin daughters, mm. um, they're, they are identical, but they do color their hair differently now, which it helps people tell them apart. <laughs> it does me. <laughs> yes. Uh, and then we uh, have a 17 year old son as well. So, okay. and he's uh, senior year. He's a senior this year. So lots of busyness going on in our house. Um, just running constantly all over. He does cross country. So we are traveling all over the state to, we, we travel, travel an hour and a half to two hours to watch him run for 16 minutes. It's oh, amazing. I remember that yeah. we had cross country too. Other than so. you don't think about it until you're out of that. And yes. that's a different state yes. season that we're in yeah. is you miss you miss those moments, yeah. even though in those moments it feels very hurried mm -hmm. and rushed and, you know, we've drove this far for this and, yeah. you know, get home this late. But I, Dean and I feel like, oh, gosh, those moments went so fast. I know I'm savoring every race this year mm -hmm. and I'm making it very intentional to be a mom this year and to just savor every single event that he has and, um, you know, all the parent meetings and all the things that yeah. happen senior year and just really take it all in because he's our last one. So. I think something you said has been something we've talked about quite a bit on the podcast is um, being intentional. Yeah. And that's so important with loving ourselves. Mm -hmm. 
is being intentional. What does that look like? Right. And part of that being intentional as a mom, God made you a mom. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. you're going to focus on those moments, not just for you, but for um, Lil Brian too. Right. Yeah. It's in, it's about, you know, just creating lasting memories and we're excited to move into that next season. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, as we've seen uh, you and Dean move into that next season with your, your girls and yeah. your son and um, the grandkids coming along and the, you know, and all of that. And so we're excited for the next season, but we're also savoring those last few moments of parenting teenagers because our girls will be 21 this year so wow. yeah <laughs> it does go fast yeah that's hard it to... has gone in a blink for sure and you have everybody still at home currently yes um that's one of the things that we're transitioning this year is my girls are working on moving out one's in college um they both work full-time but they're they're kind of doing their own thing and transitioning out and mm-hmm. so in the next year, we're going to be empty nesters, which is really crazy to think about because I don't feel like we're that old. So. I know. I know. I still don't. You know, I have seven grandbabies. That is so, insane. Yeah. I know I'm not that old. No. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we yeah. just stop somewhere and watch everybody else age. Just, Absolutely. Yeah, totally. <laughs> well, you look fabulous. Oh, so. thank you. You look good, too. Thank you. So. Thank you. <laughs> um, so one of you you had some thoughts yeah. on some things about you know i just wanted you to share what are some things that you do that are intentional mm-hmm. as far as you know loving yourself and yeah. um just your your time mm-hmm. yeah you know as we've been talking and um as pastor dice said you know we're very good friends we we have the great um opportunity that we get to work beside our our really good friends yes. and that's been a blessing to me mm-hmm. um over the last several years, I think you and I both have experienced a lot of loss, yes. um, family yeah. members and just personal tragedies and mm-hmm. things that were somewhat unexpected. Yeah. And yeah. Um, it's it's been very draining, mm-hmm. um, but it's been also very helpful to know that I have such a good friend that I can come and say, hey, can we do you have five minutes? We can just decompress a little bit and keeping, you know, your, your mind on that Mm -hmm. where in years past when uh, maybe I wasn't, um, as strong in my faith as I was Mm -hmm. or as I have been for the last 15 years, you know, prior to that, I probably would have, um, retreated into some, some not so great things, you know, resentment and anger. And, um, we have a, a little joke in my house that, you know, I would have the tendency um, years ago to eat my feelings. Yeah. And so oh, yeah. you turn to, to things that are not so healthy for you. Right. And so over the last couple of years, we have experienced in our family, a lot of, um, tragedy and loss. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was very intentional, particularly this year. We, I lost my dad this year. I'm so sorry. And, uh, I was very intentional this summer, especially to say, okay, I need to focus on being strong and healthy. And what does that look like? Mm. Well, the first thing is I prayer and staying in the word. Yeah. Whereas, you know, that might not be your first line of defense and it should be. Mm. Where where do you go uh, when everything seems hopeless? Yeah. You turn to God. Right. And you stay um, in prayer and you stay in the word and you seek out wisdom from Mm. other people. It can be so easy to get um, sucked back in, especially when you have, you know, maybe you're surrounded by people who are a little bit negative Mm. or they're bringing, you know, some, some negative things to your life to get sucked into that. And so it's, I've been really intentional to focus on, okay, turn to prayer. Mm. What does God say? Where was God in this? I think that's really important to remind yourself too. Yes. To look and go, God, where, where are you in this right now? Well, and taking those moments to do that. Mm Mm-hmm. 
I mean, we know that we know that we know, right? Mm -hmm. That God is in all of these moments. Yeah. But a lot of times in tragedy and loss and hurt, it's easy for us to go to our feelings. Yeah. And trust our feelings, Mm -hmm. which aren't trustworthy at all. Right. And a lot of times aren't truth, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's, that's where lies are created. Right. When we're going with our gut and our feelings on things. Mm-hmm. And so to be intentional, to take that time and go, okay, God, I know you're here. I know you're in this. Yeah. And I need you to show me. Right. And the only way we can do that is knowing what his word says mm-hmm. and spending that time in prayer. Yeah, absolutely. I think one of the um, the things that sometimes that we forget is that it's okay to go to God with frustration. It's mm-hmm. okay to go um, and and cry out to Him. Mm-hmm. And in Ephesians, it tells us that it's okay to come boldly before Him. Yes, come with confidence in the full in the fullness of your faith and come before Him mm-hmm. and lay it at His feet and give it to Him. And and I think that's just really important to remember that your questions don't bother God. Mm, that's so good. Yeah. I think, and, and he's there all the time. We have to look at him as I, you know, I, I go back to, there's so many examples in my life that I look at parenting mm-hmm. and how I've dealt with my children right? and how I want to protect them and mm-hmm. how I want to have the answers for them yeah, and stuff. And we have a heavenly father that feels so much greater than I can even understand and that that we can go to and say, I'm I'm upset about this, or I don't understand this, or I'm frustrated about this, or mm-hmm. I'm angry. Yeah. Why? Why? And he wants to comfort us. Mm-hmm. He wants to help us heal. We just have to take that time to allow it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think too, it's important to um remember who you're surrounding yourself with. Mm. You need to have people that are going to speak life, speak truth. That's, that's really important. People that are going to speak truth and hold you accountable, Mm -hmm. but also, um, people that are going to, um, pray for you and, um, to, to help keep you on track. It, it goes back to, as we always talk about who are the people in your life and who's your Paul, Mm -hmm. you know, who's that mentor that you have that is, um, leading you back on the right path and keeping you focused on God. Yeah. I mean, we all need to have that person, Mm -hmm. you know, I think that's something good for us today to, to be challenging everybody with, Mm -hmm. you know, who do you have in your life that is going to, that's a few steps ahead. Yeah, absolutely. You You know, that's, or or several steps ahead, Mm -hmm. even that has been there that can go, okay, this is let, let me challenge you on this yeah. or let me cover you in prayer on this or just um, give you a word mm-hmm. from God, you know, the truth right. and stuff where sometimes that doesn't feel so good. No, <laughs> sometimes, it, sometimes it doesn't. But I think that when we have those people in our lives, yeah. we know that they care about us and they want the best for us. And right. so it's easier for us to go and to receive that mm-hmm. when it might be you know, a a redirect. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes you need that. Sometimes Mm -hmm. it's very easy to get off on the wrong path and you need that solid friend that's going to challenge you and biblically course correct you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and the same thing that goes along with the Barnabases in our lives, right? You had said earlier, sometimes you can, if, are you around a lot of negativity? Mm -hmm. Well, 
that's not biblical, yeah. right? That's not Barnabas's. Right. Um, they are our friends, our encouragers that mm-hmm. are right in it, right alongside us mm-hmm. and stuff that can, you know, root for us. Yep. And Absolutely. just force it and just listen. Yeah. I think that's helpful. And I think that's, you know, as friends, um, where sometimes you just need to just get it out and mm-hmm. you just need somebody that's going to be um, just an ear for you. Yeah. Yeah. You know, sometimes you don't want the tell me what I need to know moment. <laughs> that's the fall. Yes. Right? But you want to just sit and listen or just and be compassionate. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. empathize, cry mm-hmm. with us, you know, yeah. and know that they're there. And, you know, I, to me, I feel like women in particularly, mm-hmm. um, I can't speak for men, right. but, um, we struggle with that. Yeah. I think we feel like we have to be guarded mm-hmm. and hold it all in. And that's not what we're called to do. We're called to do life together mm-hmm. and, um, you know, to be open and honest with people. And I think that, you know, how are we like our job in the church, right? Mm -hmm. Titus two, where our job is to to speak to younger women and to show them how to be godly women. Yeah. Well, how do we, how do we impart that if we're not sharing, you know, and how are, how are the younger women going to learn how to be godly women if we're not open and honest with the struggles that we've been through? We're not perfect. Yep. (laughs) You know, even we work at the church, we're not perfect. We have struggles that happen in our lives and, and that's, you know, being open and honest is how you bring people um, and and give them peace to mm-hmm. know that they can get through it. Mm-hmm. You can share with them how God walked you through yeah. a difficulty. Which is the perfect example of um, the Timothy, mm-hmm. right? You know, the yeah. young women that it, where it's our job to pour into. Mm-hmm. And um, I had a watching the homeschool group, Mm. you know, we have the, um, older teens are in the rooms with the younger kids helping. Mm -hmm. And we just had a conversation about what a wonderful opportunity this is for them. Mm -hmm. And I know that pastor Justin does this with impact and pastor Terry and victory kids for the older kids to learn, to become the Paul, to learn, to become to a Timothy, to someone younger, to be able to pour in and stuff, which is something I didn't have growing Mm -hmm. up. Right. And so as an adult woman, having to learn that now, like this is what I need, but then it's my responsibility to have someone that I'm pouring into as Mm -hmm. well. Yeah. When I think about how your daughters have been that for my daughters, Mm -hmm. you know, and they're just a couple years older, right? you know, but they, but they have a little bit more season in life. And Mm -hmm. so they have been that for them. And, and that's just something that we've been able to impart into our kids. And it's neat to watch, you know, little Brian serve in uh, next level on Sunday mornings yes. and hang out with the kids considering, you know, he was one of the wild ones jumping all over and he now was he's... one of the wild middle schoolers <laughs> and now he's yeah. wrangling them, you know, yeah. <laughs> and going to camp and, and, and being a counselor for other little kids. And so I think it's just a neat thing to generationally see mm-hmm. that we have been able to impart to our children that they're going to carry on to the next generation. Which I, I, I come back to that the Carrie Job song, I think the line where she says, you know, from generations to generations to generations, that just makes me emotional every time mm, I hear that because yeah. we are part of that. We're seeing that happen with our kids. Mm-hmm. You know, we watched it with like perfect example, my daughters and your daughters mm-hmm. and, and stuff. And to just be part of that is mm-hmm. just amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. So, <laughs> um, so 
one of the things that we had kind of talked about is it felt like there was a lot of things that sometimes when bad things happen or a lot, yeah. you had said a lot. So a lot of things kind of piling on. Do you mm-hmm. want to share a little bit about? Yeah, I think sometimes you can um, maybe give the enemy a little bit too much power. And, um, you know, when when bad things happen, it seems like all of a sudden just all the things start piling on, you know, your car breaks down and the refrigerator goes out and you've got, you know, like, oh, here we go again. It's just the enemy's out to get me. And it's like, you know what, put him in his place Mm -hmm. and say, not today. And, you know, just keep your focus on digging into the word and going, okay, God, I need to recalibrate because this is not, I'm not letting this happen today, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And so, um, you were given instruction to stay faithful in prayer and um, to seek him out mm-hmm. and to to attend church. Don't isolate, right? Yeah. If we um, we can get stuck in that, oh, the world's against me. I'm not even going to leave my house. Mm. And I I know my my natural tendency is I'm I'm kind of quiet and private person and. Um, you know, I like to be home on Friday nights in my jammies, yep. um, which is fine. <laughs> but when things are coming against you and when you feel like the whole world is crumbling around you, mm-hmm. um, you need to go to the women's breakfast yep. Yep. on Saturday morning, you know, mm-hmm. and you need to go to life group, even if you're feeling like today was a tough day. I don't want to talk to people, mm-hmm. but that's where you need to be. Right. Because, right. um, we need to be in community with others. Mm-hmm. We need to be surrounded by other people um, and do life with them. Yeah. If yeah. we isolate, that's that's the enemy's playground, right? Yeah. You know, and we don't we don't want that. We want to be around other people who are going to speak life. That's so good. I mean, and think about how much life I watch on Sunday mornings. Mm-hmm. You know, people that are serving. Yeah. And stuff, and we talk about. I mean, that just. That just brings us life mm-hmm. because we have that opportunity to welcome in people yeah, and to go to prayer with them mm-hmm. and to give them a coffee and make them smile. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Open the door for them. <laughs> right. Because they, a lot of people we just don't know and that may be listening, you know, just are having that hard time. Mm-hmm. And so this is our opportunity to be that light yeah. for them. And, um, through our hard time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think you, um, we maybe take for granted that, um, what that hello meant to someone, mm, yeah. you know, if you see somebody in the lobby on Sunday morning and you, you say hello to them and you call them by name, yep, they feel seen. Oh yeah. And, um, that might be the only time that week that somebody spoke a nice word to them. Mm-hmm. You know, you have no idea what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, behind closed doors for people, what they've been dealing with all week long Mm -hmm. and just reaching out and showing yourself friendly is huge. That's so good. And I think that's not, I think that's something that can challenge all of us Mm -hmm. that it's not a Sunday morning. Yeah. You know, it's a workplace. Absolutely. It's a school event. Mm -hmm. It's, um, Walmart. You know, it's when we're out, you know, yeah. that that look, that smile, that encouragement mm-hmm. can be the only thing that that person has yeah. or someone has that day. We just don't know. Well, and I think um, when you think about all of the people that come to our church and they think that you and I are in ministry, mm-hmm. 
we're all in ministry. Absolutely. Every Absolutely. single person every day, whether you're in Walmart or Meyer or you're working in a factory or whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. Pastor James says it every week from the pulpit that, um, you know, you can share your story with how Jesus changed your life. Mm-hmm. That's ministry. Yep. You're, yep. you're having the opportunity to share with others what Jesus did for you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it might not be today. It might not be instantaneous, but... Um, you're planting seeds mm-hmm. and that's, that's ministry, Yeah, you know, and it can be a smile and a friendly, um, hello in the grocery store to somebody that looks like they're having a bad day, yeah. you know, that's so I, I think we had an event not too long ago where we went out, um, on a Jeep event mm. and there was, uh, a truck, a delivery truck broken down mm-hmm. and stuff. And so we were able to stop and, um, help this young man get him pulled out. He was stuck. Yeah. And I know all the guys driving the Jeeps loved it. Had a great time <laughs> with, you know, pulling out. But um, but we were able to go, okay, look at the God moment here. Yeah. That we were able to he that guy driving that truck was probably having one of his worst days. Can you imagine? <laughs> yeah. Here you are delivering all these packages and and then we were able to help him and to pray for him yeah. and just encourage him. And so it was just a great opportunity, but to stop and go, okay, we see God in this moment. Yeah. And I think that's so important to go back when, when you have moments like that, or even when it's, if it's a tough moment to Mm -hmm. go, where was God in that? Yeah, Like the fact that you guys were on that trail, like that he was on that trail, first of all, right. I remember this story, (laughs) like, sir, you should not be here, but (laughs) you know, he was at it ended up being the right place at the right time because look at all these fun people with their Jeeps that were able to pull him out. And so that was that was a moment for him where he got to see people showing the love of God, just Mm -hmm. as your verse said. Right. You know, love your neighbor. Yep. Yep. Exactly. So you had a verse that you wanted to share that is one of my very favorites. Yes. Yes. So I I have two, if that's okay. Absolutely. So I love, um, you know, you have to remember to put on your armor every day, right? Mm-hmm. You have to remember that that God gives us all the tools that we need. So I love Ephesians um, chapter six, um, but I'm going to read it from the message version because okay. I just really like the way that it kind of mm-hmm. spells it out. So Ephesians chapter six, verse 10, and that about wraps it up. God is strong and he wants you strong. Mm. So take everything the master has set out for you, well-made weapons of the best materials, and put them to use so you will be able to stand up to everything the devil throws your way. This is no weekend war that we'll walk away from and forget about in a couple hours. This is for keeps, a life or death fight to the finish against the devil and all his angels. Be prepared. You're up against far more than you can handle on your own. Take all the help you can get, every weapon God has issued, so that when it's all over but the shouting, you'll still be on your feet. Truth, righteousness, peace, faith, and salvation are more than words. Learn how to apply them. You'll need them throughout your life. God's word is an indispensable weapon. In the same way, prayer is essential in this ongoing warfare. Pray hard and long. Pray for your brothers and sisters. Keep your eyes open. Keep each other's spirits up so that no one falls behind or drops out. And that's Ephesians 6, uh, 10 through 18 in the message version, which mm-hmm. I really like. And then your favorite verse, um, which I really love as well, is um, Philippians 4. 
And um, I know you're always sharing this verse. <laughs> um, let's see here. Um, don't fret or worry. Instead of worrying, pray. Let petitions and praise shape your worries into prayers, letting God know your concerns. Before you know it, a sense of God's wholeness, everything coming together for good will come and settle you down. It's wonderful what happens when Christ displaces worry at the center of your life. Summing it all up, friends, I'd say you'll do best by filling your minds and meditating on things true, noble, reputable, authentic, compelling, gracious, the best, not the worst, the beautiful, not the ugly, things to praise, not things to curse. Put into practice what you've learned from me, what you heard and saw and realized. Do that, and God, who makes everything work together, will work you into his most excellent harmonies. Oh, I love that. I love that. I I love that that version of it. And I just love that it reminds us that, you know what, we woke up today, there's always something to be thankful for Mm -hmm. and to praise him. And when you do have struggles, just turn to him in prayer and and give it to him. And just give it to him. I had, um, I mark that verse. I have the Passion Bible with me today. Mm. And I was following along. And the one line says, And fashion your thoughts on every glorious work of God, yeah. praising him always. So fasten. Yes. You know, you're... You're hanging on. It's not. Mm-hmm. I'm touching. Yeah. I, I'm. I'm hooked to it. Kind of like our carabiner. Like our carabiner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm hooked to all. That's where my thoughts need to be. And mm-hmm. um, in uh, some versions, it says whatever. Yes. You know, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> think on whatever these things are. Think on what's authentic, real, honorable, admirable, and stuff. And it. I I kept thinking yesterday about a lot of times when we get stuck Mm -hmm. in these situations, we're going through trials and troubles that we look at what if. Yeah. Like, well, what if I said this? Yeah. Or what if I had spent more time? Mm -hmm. Or what if I hadn't done that? Yeah. And um, God showed me, okay, I need to not think about what if, but I need to go to the whatevers. Yes. Whatever's lovely whatever's admirable, whatever is truth. And so, um, yeah, so I feel like that kind of sums our, our up today is um, let's get out of the what ifs yep. and move to the whatevers. And trust him. And trust him. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Thank you so much. This was fun. I love having you <laughs> here today. Would um, you be all right with praying for everybody? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Well, Heavenly Father, I just thank you. I thank you for this amazing opportunity to just come together, Lord. And we just um, we just lift up anyone who's struggling right now, struggling mm-hmm. to see where you're at in a situation, Lord God. We just thank you that you are in it, that you go before us and you're already on the other side, Lord. We yes. just ask that you remind each person listening that um, you are with them and you are for them. And as they uh, lay it at your feet, Lord, that you will just um, comfort them and bring them peace. And we just um, thank you for all the blessings and favor that you'll pour out upon them. Lord, and we just thank you um, that they continue to trust in you and turn to you with their struggles, Mm -hmm. Lord. We just um, thank you for the opportunity to do life together. Yes. And that you will just um, bring into each person's life a mentor for them, a Paul for them, someone that they can go to for wisdom and discernment and Mm -hmm. to help Um, guide them on what your will is for their life, Lord. We just thank you for that. We give you this day in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So um, thank you so much, everybody, for joining us on our Women of Victory podcast. And we look forward to um, the next time.